and welcome to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, 88, right across the Faith FM network, sorry. And you're joined here on this beautiful Friday morning by myself, Lawson, and sitting across from me is Vino String. Oh, so good. Good to have you here, Sven. Yeah, it is good to be oh, here with you. Yeah, oh, of course, uh, we, you know, you've been, uh, uh, amongst a string of different hosts that we've had in this week, um, filling in for Lyle as he's, uh, finishing up his, his training up north. I, I believe that he got in last night, but, you know, he just had to rest his little head this morning and <laughs> have a snooze. Have a snooze. Have a snooze. Have a snooze. Yeah. Ah, no, that's mm. good. That's good. That's good stuff. So, Sven, so good to have you here. What are you grateful for this morning? I'm, I'm grateful for, uh, three hours sleep. Uh, so, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I was I was down on on the um, central coast at Nora Heads Lighthouse doing some filming last night. Oh, and uh, so yeah, so uh, finished at um, two a.m. in the morning and drove back. So so a few hours sleep is. I'm really thankful for those three oh, hours. You are doing so well for some <laughs> so little sleep. I am so surprised you're here. You can be snoozing like Lyle right now, but you're committed. Well, I. I said yes to Michelle and and who can say no to Michelle? No, you already it, said yes, and you yeah, it's, you know it's what a I mean? promise you can't break because exactly. Michelle is truly someone who'll come after you. The thing is, radio. <laughs> she, yeah, I've, I've had her before. You know, after me before, and it's a oh, it's, it's scary. It's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Okay, I am incredibly grateful for. We're going to be talking a little bit just in a second as we read through the weather. Uh, a bit of a break in the rain. We we saw yesterday. Yeah. A fine sunshine. sunshine, but <clears throat> now this is spreading uh, all throughout New South Wales and up north too. So we're only seeing minor showers in these places, and hopefully we can uh, start to get some dry and sunny days underneath us. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. So, uh, we've got some breakfast show um, things that we want to uh, share, and. Um, Lyle, uh, even though he's away, he's given us some directions, and <laughs> he he wants us to take a survey. Oh, so, okay, yeah. So uh, Faith Evan wants to hear from you. Mm. You get to hear from us all the time, every mm. morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we want to hear from you, and so this is your opportunity to actually kind of shape what we do, kind of mm-hmm. have your input and, and let us know. So, what we'd like you to do, and uh, this is Lyle as well asking, <laughs> could you go and visit uh, faithfm.com.au? So that's faithfm.com.au, fairly easy, and follow the survey links. There's a link where I'm linking us to up to a survey, and uh, there's something you could win. So oh, this is really cool. Oh, let's go. So, so you could, you could, if you do the survey, you could be in the running to, to win a hundred dollar Visa gift card. Oh, well, that's, that's great. We actually, so we talked about this yesterday afternoon on, on Robbie's show, uh, here on, in Faith of M, on Faith of M, sorry. And, uh, we were informed that they can't just win one $100 gift cards, but there is, Ten one hundred dollar gift cards up for grabs. Oh, ten, there's ten of them. So that's automatically where you know uh, ten times, ten the, times the, the probability yes. uh, that you can win this card. So yeah, all you have to do go to the website. You'll see a link at the top. Just click it, fill out the survey, and ultimately, like you know, we're we're trying our best to get the best content we can to you. Yes, and 
you have an, the the ability to have a say in that. And the good thing is that this um, this competition, shall mm-hmm. I say, or this opportunity, to opportunity, the service, yes, a survey, <laughs> and win that hundred dollar Visa gift card is open until the 9th of April. So, oh, so you got ages. You got ages, but don't leave it too long. Yeah, hundred percent. So so go for it. So it's an amazing thing, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Mm, good stuff. All right, Sven, what's happening in the world of positively different news? Uh, it is really really interesting. I've got two fascinating stories. The mm. first one is that, um, you know, we here in in um, New South Wales, not necessarily for the rest of the country, but uh, we've we've been in some stormy weather. I'm sure you'd agree. Mm. And But the interesting thing is this, is that scientists have actually spotted a, a storm out in space, a hurricane um, out in space. You, you know those uh, those amazing northern lights, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. dance on the skies. What is it? Uh, Astoria Borealis or whatever they call it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so what, what they've been doing is that they've actually been uh, following this, watching it, and, mm-hmm. and they've discovered it within this, within the atmospheric um, space okay. uh, that, that uh, these uh, these northern lights, the um, the lights uh, are dancing in they've, they've actually discovered this this storm this hurricane oh uh, which is really, really cool. is, how does that even function like how does that work because space is like a vacuum is it within our atmosphere it's within our atmosphere okay yes. okay, okay, okay yeah i was like so, so it's uh, kind of above above you know the 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 normal levels of what we sort of yeah, sure. live and breathe and all sure. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's pretty amazing so so there's you know there's all of this amazing activity even mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. and and scientists have have captured it. They, they've they've spotted it uh, oh. for for the very very first time. Uh-huh. So, Dude, so that's stuff. pretty amazing. So so that, that's for all of you know the the sciencey uh, types yeah. out there and really keen on the the um love the weather. See, I'd love to see it. Like I'm sure there's somewhere we can go and just like the probably if they've captured it, we yeah. can, some kind of footage we can see because oh that would be awesome to watch. Yeah, definitely. Now, and here's the second story. And right. this is this is kind of a little bit closer to home. This is going to warm your heart. <laughs> Good this, stuff. This is going to warm your heart. And, and that is, uh, you know, here in New South Wales, we've had a lot of floodwaters. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, we, we all know about, about it if you've been living here in New South Wales. Mm. But, you know, there was this couple that were scheduled to get married, to have oh. their wedding uh-huh. On on the Saturday uh, morning of the when the floodwaters really came in, mm. and uh, so they they had the makeup artists and the the um, you know the hairdressers and they were all uh, blocked off by these these waters, mm. and they they decided um, they were going to kind of push ahead. And um, the, uh, a local TV station heard about their story, and um, and they said, "Yeah, we'll help you out as well. Uh, we, mm. We'll take a helicopter, and we'll fly, you know, the the, the people together." And uh, there's these amazing pictures of of the couple kissing and the whole bridal party just in front of of these floodwaters. The, this oh, road that, that goes into, so the, epic. into the flood. What a wedding to remember! It's like amazing. You know, that's something like weddings is such a special thing. But I found that like you 
look at wedding photos online and it's so beautiful. It's so happy. But like, I think the same photographer and the mm. same people are planning every wedding because all of them look exactly the same. They kind of like, there's been a, a little bit of a shift in, you know, from, from like each decade, there's like just a shift in what people think is stylish and whatnot. And so, yeah, the recent weddings, they all have this kind of, you know, they're in like a grassy field and they, but I have to tell you, none of them got this picture exactly, of the flood. Exactly. This is like, this the, is unique, unique wedding. Yeah. This is like the one that's memorable and has exactly. a story. Yeah. So, oh, that's so awesome. So what, what it's saying is this, is that, you know, floodwaters can't stop love. Oh, so good. You know what I mean? Oh, what a story. So, that's so, a headline right mm. there. That's awesome. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right, so let's have a look at some some worldwide news that's also very local to Australia. So, essentially, uh, AstraZeneca, who has been the leading company in distributing COVID-19 vaccines, has been put under the microscope. They've walked into a little bit of controversy uh, after it was found by American officials that their claim that their uh, vaccine is 79% effective against COVID virus was actually 76% effective against Ooh. COVID-19. Uh, and and well, being, that's, that's just a small difference. Exactly, exactly. This is what I'm thinking. They're, be, they're being grilled pretty hard uh, mm. over this, essentially, because they've, they've uh, you know, done a lot of different studies in a lot of different ages and demographics, and they've come up with kind of a baseline of effectiveness, and they've said 79%, but in reviewing the numbers, it's 76%, and people are saying, oh, is this a scandal to make them look better? You know, I tend to look at that because there is a lot of general distrust for pharmaceutical companies, for, mm. for medicine companies. That is justified, uh, you know, because of some of the, the hectic things that have been pushed and, and some of the... There's a lot of funding involved, a lot, lot of profits. Lots of profits as mm. well. Like, I think money really drives it and it can yes. lead to some really, really sad situations. I know that we had Blake in here yesterday um, and he's told me a story before. He, he struggles with thyroid problems mm. and, uh, you know, he he come across this medication on the market that was a natural medication that basically completely, you know, restored his thyroid. That's and amazing. It, like, it was really 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 mm. really good and because of it like you know he like thyroid is one of the things that regulates um testosterone and you know energy uh, levels energy levels like everything it's mm. a great regulator of the body yes and it uh you know so with his thyroid essentially regenerating through that mm. um he was able to you know like then you're able to lose weight easier you're able to yeah have better energy levels and whatnot but then that company who made that medication was bought out by a big pharmaceutical company and the the medication was discontinued in, squashed. in favor of more traditional thyroid medication which doesn't actually solve the problem rather just prolong and, symptoms and addresses or, the symptoms sim- yeah. so, so mm. yeah people are people have that distrust for for big pharmaceutical companies and mm. in terms of the corona uh, ni- the covid-19 vaccine the coronavirus vaccine because of this small discrepancy they're kind of really being grilled grilled about it you know yeah. but i kind of see it as well as like Basically, the whole world, you know, the whole pharmaceutical industry has had such a massive pressure on them from from governments and whatnot to make this virus. Uh, sorry, not to make the, the, va- virus. the virus, the, the vaccine. <laughs> yikes, yikes. That's, that's not what I meant. Uh, but I guess I guess the thing is on people's minds. They're thinking like, is it too rushed? 
Yeah, you know the, the the smallpox vaccine, the the you know measles, you know uh, all of those kind of things. Uh, you know they've matured over over years. Yeah, yeah. And we can really so I guess it, it's that that kind of rushed kind of quality. But you'd have to say that the pharmaceutical companies have really you know pulled out the stops to try 100%. and help. Uh, the you know the world the individuals families mm. you know elderly folk and, and business as well you know so uh, so it's certainly their their intention is is very positive very good and the see the thing is as well like although you know they're a company trying to get trying to make money and whatnot this vaccine is distributed by the government it was the government asking them to do it so it's not yes. like they can pull a quick one distribute a faulty vaccine and then you know all these people like end up. In, in a very bad way or sick or dying and we can trace it back to the vaccine. Like, if they were to do that, then they would come under, like, uh, uh, civil scrutiny and basically end up losing everything, end up in jail. Like, that would be... that You would lose everything for that. As a company, like, if you made a vaccine that was non-effective against probably one of well, the pandemic of the mm. 21st century, you would just get axed. Um, but even, yeah, people, all different people have had something to say. Uh... uh r- Local to Australia, billionaire and failed politician Clive Palmer. Uh, actually, oh, yes. He recently, like, you know, in, in the wake of the COVID, vir- COVID virus vaccination distribution with AstraZeneca and whatnot, he released a, a flyer going out, you know, everywhere. I got I, one of those. You got one. Back, yeah, this it's brightly yellow. Yeah, or, I've got a picture of it here. It's like this big yellow flyer that's yes. like, oh, um, urgent communication, you know, essentially the point of the flyer. It's kind of like, you know, is the is the vaccine really good? And it's, I see that as, it's just, you know, Clive Palmer, he's just become a bit of a, like, political troll because, he, you know, he, he tried to do the Donald Trump thing and win the... It's a bit of tension-seeking, I guess, yeah, you know? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Like, well, that's what his whole, like, campaign during the, uh, the last election cycle was, was like, oh, I'll make myself a big internet personality and a meme like Donald Trump and then I'll get in. But it didn't work out for him because, you know... Things in that sense can only happen once. Um, and be- because of that, yeah, like, no, it's, it's a bit of attention seeking. It's intentionally undermining the effectiveness of the vaccine and also undermining, you know, the, the confidence that people would have in the government to distribute an effective vaccine. And so, yeah, it's just interesting, like, oh, on the flyer itself. So, so I read it and uh, on the flyer, there's a a couple of things that, you know, he was, Clive was saying it was really rushed. And and also he was saying that, Mm. you know, the the vaccine companies have uh, required governments to sign um, you know, the contracts or, or, uh, statements to say that they, they will not, um, take legal action against mm. the, the, um, pharmaceutical companies, you know, if, if anything goes, goes wrong. And I guess, you know, if you, if you're a bit of a conspiracy theorist, you could say, well, you know, that, uh, it sounds like, you know, there's some, something funny going on. But the point is this, what, what the pharmaceutical companies are really saying is, look, we we want to be responsible. We we need to say that that it's um it's it's a bit too early. Um, we want to make that make that really clear. But we still you know if governments need this vaccine, uh, we we're still willing to to release it. And and I think it's the key is you know we we all have our own individual choice. But, yeah. But we need to 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 move ahead. The, what I would say is you know do the research, the personal research. Yeah. Re, read you know what the government says what the mm. pharmaceutical government uh, companies are saying mm. uh, reads reads how some of the results are going say in Israel 
Le- learn how that's working out and, and make a really informed decision. 100%. That is like the perfect way to sum that up is that ultimately it's your choice. Mm. Like that's, that's, that's where we're at. So yeah, it's, it's on you. It's yes. on you. You know, we can kind of sit here and blame the, the boogeyman in the shadows. Like, oh, it's this yeah, person, but, it's this person, but, but can make find out for yourself. 100%. That, you know. Good stuff. All right, just quickly wanted to mention that uh, as of yesterday, the Olympic torch for the Tokyo Olympics has been lit and is uh, currently traveling around uh, in Japan. It's going on a 121-day journey uh, through 859 locations, culminating in the opening ceremony on the 23rd of July. I am so stoked. I was really sad that the Olympics got canceled last year. This is probably, for me, anyone, one of my most anticipated olympics i love the olympics it's one of my favorite things i love supporting australia uh, but yeah this olympics coming up has two uh, incredible new additions in rock climbing and skateboarding so i'm like this is incredible uh so it's really really good to see that uh we're finally going ahead with the olympics uh, after yeah the whole covid crisis last year you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different uh let's talk about we're doing an interview with you Sven you've you've come in to help us host but we're also interviewing you at the same time and we're talking about the canon of scripture so yeah so the biblical canon so so Lawson this is not a a canon that fires cannonballs or anything like that what we're talking about with the biblical canon Mm -hmm. is that the the Bible is a library of 66 books Mm -hmm. Uh, and and so you've got it starts at Genesis Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Mm. then goes all the way through to Malachi in the Old Testament. Then you've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the way through to Revelation. Mm. So so the question, when I was talking with Lyle and we were thinking about, okay, so what what do we want to talk about in our next interview? Um, Lyle said this is, we've had a number of questions uh, from from listeners, Mm. particularly about the biblical canon Mm. and and the, the, the books in the Bible. And the question is... How do we know that those books should be there? Mm. You know, because look, you know, you could go to, to any one of our libraries in, in the university or, or, you know, down at one of the state libraries in Sydney or, or whatever, and you'll find millions of books. Go to Oxford, there, there's, you know, they, they, um, uh, they celebrate the idea that there's a million books. So, so why those 66 books and some of them, you know, quite small, just one page, mm. uh, literally. So, how did they get there? Why are they there? Particularly, like, because my mind goes, like, because they're written in such a vast time period. Like 1,400 oh, years. Yeah, 1,400, 1,500 years yes. by, like, many different people yes. in many different situations. Yes. You know, you have uh, kings writing, like David writing the Psalms, but then you have, like, Habakkuk, who's like a farmer. Yes. Right, you know, you have shepherds. Shepherds and, and all sorts of things. So, so yeah, like, I'd love to... How do we not... How yeah. do we know? Okay, so I want to go back to the very concept of God. We're, the mm. prize for the quiz is the nature of God. The first thing we need to to understand is, is that God is is love. Yes, that's the fundamental concept of the Bible. Mm. And and if somebody loves you, Lawson, they they will not only um, you know love you in principle, they'll also want to communicate with you. Yeah. 
This is mm-hmm. really, really important. Mm-hmm. And, and Richard Swim, uh, Swinburne at um, uh, Oxford University has identified that with all of these characteristics of God, and there's so many, there's, you know, that God is all-powerful, He's mm-hmm. all-knowing, He's, you know, He's ever-present, He's present everywhere. One of the things he's identified is that with all of those characteristics, God will want to communicate with you. Mm. And so how will He do it? One of the keys is that He is going to uh, to work with with individuals kind of like you down through the, the, the centuries, the, mm. the millennia, but he's going to actually want to kind of compile that into a, a record of the way that he has has dealt with those individuals. It's, it's kind 100%. of like a a, 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 a blog. You know that he, yeah, he collects. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. you, you know yeah. what I mean? And and because otherwise the 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 challenge is if if we didn't have the biblical canon, if we didn't have the uh, the Bible library, mm-hmm. then then you could say, well, I I just have this amazing personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But how do you know it's the right person? What if it's a imposter, spiritual evil imposter that's trying mm. to, you know, connect with you. you Which is, like the Bible describes, is fully possible. Exactly. Mm. It's Satan. Mm. And so so what God is doing is he's saying, I want to demonstrate that I'm trustworthy and, and um, that, that I have, there's a track record of, of you know, working with, with individuals. And that is exactly what we have mm. in the Bible. We, you know, we have um, Abraham. We have, uh, uh, we have, you know, Jacob. We have got Joseph. We've got, you know, Moses all the way down. David. It's this, this track record of mm. how God works. And so, so God through the power of his Holy Spirit would want to collect all of these together so that you have that, that history of his love, as Fernando Canali says. Um, but there's another point as well, Lawson, too, is that, you know, these are not just random kind of stories of these odd kind of people, you know, nomads and shepherds and down, down through the ages. There, there's another thing which Richard Swinburne says as well, is that God, if God exists and he loves us, that he would actually want to come down in as a person mm. a, and demonstrate who he is. Yes. And this person is none other than Jesus. Yes. Mm. And so what we find here is that the Bible, the biblical library, is not just a random collections of uh, of individual people. And they're kind of funny connections with God, relationships. You know, sometimes mm. they get angry, sometimes they get sad, sometimes really happy, you know, all of those kind of things. What you find in the Bible is, is a, a powerful, uh, confirmation that God exists. And that is the concept of prophecy. Yes. Liar mm. loves prophecy. Yeah. Lawson loves prophecy. Oh, Sven loves prophecy. We, we love it here at Faith FM. You know, because this is, this is a reality. Is that if God, um, exists and he, he exists beyond time, he transcends time, mm. then he can look far down into the future, way beyond what you could, and I could look at. Yeah. And he could see things that are coming. But in particular, he would have a plan. Yes. He would have a plan to save your life and mine and everyone who's listening to us as well. Mm. And we find this in the Bible. The Bible is the, the history um, and the prophecies all pointing towards Jesus. Mm. That's the theme which runs through the Bible. You find this in, in Genesis chapter 3. Where, where, where God says, you know, um, uh, he promises that one of Eve's descendants 
would be the person who would win mm. the, uh, the the victory over evil. And then you go on down, Abraham, you've got in Moses, you've got in David, all of these, you've got these little snapshots of of Jesus coming. He's coming, this this prophecy. Mm. And, and finally, he bursts on the scene, you know, I mean, this amazing, spectacular um, arrival of, of glory. Now, obviously, he was born in a manger. manger. He wasn't, you know, sort of in the king's palace or whatever. But, you know, he, there was angels. Uh, you know, he was born of a virgin. He, you know, he had kings, well, you know, wise men from the east coming. It's, it's this incredible story. And then he, he journeys through Galilee, you know, healing people. Mm. And so what, what happens is that all of these books, there, there's a theme which links all of these yes, books. Yes. Where we don't get anywhere else. I think that that's such a, it's such a powerful thing. Mm. And like that, that's what really, it gives stock to the Bible that like yes. all these various people throughout time were inspired to write by God on the same theme. Yes. And it's like, it, it's like an apologetic. It's like, oh, yes. You know, that, that God can inspire people to do this. I love the, the classic, uh, you know, uh, example is like, dude, just ask a Frenchman and an, and, and, and an Italian to write about any one subject. Like those countries border each other and get them to write any, about any one subject and there will be differences of opinion. Like, mm. because both of those countries are very, very different. Even though they're beside each other, they're very different culturally. Yes. It's like, oh, this is so different. Whereas, you know, the Bible has so many writers over such a vast period of time. Yes. But that string, you could say, that connects them all is that, that theme of pointing yes, towards the Jesus. Yes, the thread, of really, course. Yes. That's another thing as well. Like, I think some people criticize the bible for claiming to cover the entirety of time but then not being you know being so small like i could pick up my bible now it's probably got 1100 pages but it's not a particularly thick book um they're like oh you know if it's supposed to cover all of time and give us all this information that we can be confident in god then why is it not exhaustive like why doesn't it get into more detail and it's like oh because it has a particular focus exactly yes yes Mm. and so you have this this theme of prophecy but Mm. prophecy in particular if you want to kind of sharpen the focus Mm. is prophecy about jesus messianic prophecies Mm. Uh, and then you've got jesus you've got the biographies matthew mark luke and john you've got um uh the 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 apostles his his followers Mm. following up with that in the acts of the apostles and and then you've got the all of the and finally, there's this, you know, grand uh, finale of, of uh, prophecy in the book of Revelation where all of the prophecies in the Bible come and meet, um, mm. as, as um, scholars have, have said. Now, there's another process with the biblical canon, the biblical library, and that is this, is that the Holy Spirit inspired the biblical canon so that you can understand how God has worked with individuals down through history, but in particular, a particular person, your saviour. Mm. But there's another thing, which is this, is that the Holy Spirit not only inspired the authors, but the Holy Spirit led to the, what we call the closure of the canon. Um, mm. it was, it was set at the, the 66 books. And why would, why would the, um, the biblical canon be, be, be closed, be, be, be set so that we don't, we're not keeping adding to the Bible. So, so we're not taking, okay, Lawson, you've got a great relationship with God. Let's, let's put the, <laughs> the, the, the gospel according to Lawson or the epistle of, of Lawson there. Why, why not? And there's a, there's a very, very good reason. There's mm. a very good reason because the biblical canon, the, the word canon actually means a rule mm. or, or a measure. 
So it's a bit like a, a, a ruler or maybe a set square. Now, mm. one of the things with a, with a tool like a ruler or a set square is that, that you need to have it well defined so that, so that it can, it can measure, it can, it can, you can check things, you know, the corner of houses, the, 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 um, the end of a table, all of those kind of things. So you mm. can check. So the biblical canon is the, the, um, the measure, the check. For our um, doctrine, our our beliefs, and also our practices as well, and and so we can go around and we can say, okay, I believe this. Let me check it with the Bible. Let me put mm. the set square, mm. and this is a very important process. Otherwise, you know, if you had a if you had a ruler which just kept on going and going and going, kind of thing, um, if you had a set square that there was all over the place, you'd never be able to use it. Yeah. Hundred percent as an instrument, as a tool. So, so this is a very important part of the Bible as as well. So, so when you put all of those together, that God exists, that He loves you, He wants to communicate with you, that He wants to save you through mm. Jesus, but He also wants to give you this this tool, this precise, tool. precise mm. tool that is able to measure your experience and your beliefs. Yes, that is why we have the biblical canon, the biblical rule. Mm. And, and uh, we can thank God that we have this this um, incredible library, this incredible tool in our lives. It's its inspirational, Lawson. 100%, especially like considering how persecuted the Bible itself has been throughout yes. history. And that I feel like it's the only document that's come out under this kind of persecution and scrutiny that still exists today, which yes. is another powerful example of God. Like when you look at the Dark Ages and the people rep, you know, quote unquote, claiming to represent God are the same people who are destroying the Bible. Like we you've got like a game set match situation there where it's like, oh yeah, of course people will give us the Bibles because we you mm. know, and then we're gonna destroy them so that yes. we can make up uh, you know, our own version of faith. Um it just shows that yeah, it's this is a special book. Like Yes. And the thing is today it's still a bestseller. The the <laughs> the, the 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 Bible is the, the most published and, and sold book in the world. It's mm. been in the on the Guinness Book of Records for for decades, uh, years yeah. as the best book. And what I'd encourage you and all of our listeners, Lawson, is this is if you're wondering like how did the library all get to together, you know, why the biblical canon, I would just invite you read the Bible. Yes, wow. You know, it's a simple test. And I want to promise you that your life will be changed. If you have an open heart, if, you, if you're going to say, God, just do something amazing in my life, the Bible will change your life. Oh, 100%. Isn't that interesting how it's the, the experience itself that will prove it? Yes. That's so amazing. Good stuff, Sven. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.